Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and Awakening Into the Sun, hosting their 11th annual Spring Festival, a two-day outdoor event that features live music and yoga, food vendors, indie market with over 100 vendors, and much more. Promoting health and wellness through the art of creative expression, happening at North Shrap Park in St. Pete on March 2nd and the 3rd. You can find more information at awakeningintothesun.org. Welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio today with liquid pennies. They're about to melt your face off. And if you're not watching the live stream right now, you definitely should, because this is definitely one of the most visually exciting bands we've had in the studio for a long time. I'm not going to tell you why. You have to go find out for yourself. Go to Facebook and uh, search WMNF's Live Music Showcase to join in on the fun in the live stream. Uh, but they're here to play some music, and that's what they're gonna do so let's hear it. what's your first song called this one's called triple sixpence thanks for having us yeah man hit it
Welcome to Live Music Showcase. We are live in studio with Liquid Pennies, and it's just starting to kick in, if you know what I'm saying. Welcome, listeners. Liquid Pennies live in studio today. They're, uh, what, would we, what would we call it? Neo-psych rock? Is that the whole I love shtick? that. Yeah. Yeah, neo-psych rock. We'll call it that. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, they're going to they're gonna play a whole block of music for you guys coming up here in just a second. But first, before we get into all of the music, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you wonderful people who donated during last week's Pledge Drive. Uh, we made it to just about $500 uh, for live music showcase, but our goal is fifteen hundred. But it's not too late. You can still donate right now. Go to wmnf.org, click donate, and make sure that you direct your donate your donation to live music showcase uh, so that we can get credit for that stuff because that's uh, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, help us hit that goal of fifteen hundred dollars. We still have a few weeks left that um, we'll be able to to actually do that. So WMNF.org to make your donation right now. I'll put it in the comments in the live stream as well, which by the way, if you're not watching the live stream right now, you should be. I'm just saying, you should be. They're 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 losing their minds in here. Things were set on fire during that last set. It was ridiculous. Uh what's the next set? What's yeah, of course, not literally. <laughs> we would never do that, allegedly. Um what's the what's the next song called? Well, this next one is our um our previous single that we put out in November called Name Dropper. Love it. I love False. it. Take it away. I'm fired up. Let's go.
Thank you so much. This is our brand new single, Doomed Out.
I'll have to have to stick around to find out. Yeah. Also, if you are listening on awesome, that means you're listening on 88.5 FM or you're listening on WMF.org. If you are listening from the future to the podcast, that's also awesome because that means if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, if you can search live music showcase on Spotify or Apple Music because we drop the episode every single week after the show finishes uh, broadcasting live. So We love, say we love public radio and it's such a valuable thing um, that for, for me has been such a great uh, part of my life everywhere I've lived. So yeah, donate to WMNF. It's a great, great thing and they've always been so good to us. So I just wanted to shout that out. You guys are amazing. Staff here is great. Always good music. So a worthwhile investment for sure. Yeah. That, uh, there we go. We got. Uh, we have a microphone. There we go. Thank you very much. All right. It sounds like it's working. Okay. I got a new mic. Okay. Here we go. So anyway, like I was saying, autonomy, and also this is a live show, so you get all kinds of fun live uh, aspects and elements like that. I would bet that the cable on this microphone might need to be switched out. That's probably the thing because it's got a signal. I can hear it. All right. So what's the next song called? How many do you have left? Let's, we let's got three it. left. We got three left. Perfect. Let's do one more. Hey, hey, hey. All right. I just lost signal. Go ahead and go ahead and start. All right. This one's called Cope. It's coming up on our uh, upcoming album.
You're going to wait for that one, yeah? Yeah. Little teaser. Just just a little taste. Yeah. Just a little tiny taste. All right. Welcome to Live Music Showcase. If you're just joining us, my name is Ken Apperson. We are live in studio here with Liquid Pennies. And we're about to get to know them just a little bit. I'm going to turn this little guy back around. You want to set that up so you can speak from it, into it, to it, about it, with us. Speaking, speaking. Speaking of, on the topic of speaking of microphones. All right. So uh, let's go around and introduce the band first uh, over on... The Pearl drum kit right next to me over here. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, Pearson Wicker. Is that right? Yep, that's it. That's it. That's Pearson. On the Clear drum kit, this is all just for reference for, for those who are listening and not watching the live stream right now, <laughs> which if you're not watching, you really should be. This is one of our, one of our most visually exciting episodes. Um, on the Clear drum kit, we have Casey Jones. How's it going? Casey Jones over there. On the bass, we have uh, Dylan Carney. Hello, hello. Love that bass. Sounds real good. And over there on the lead vocals and the lead guitar, we have Chaz Bins. I said that right? You did. How yes. Did. All right. Well done. We've introduced the bands. Now, whenever we have a band on here that has, we'll say, less conventional music, mm -hmm. which, I, which I, I love. Let's oh, we'll take it. Lean all the way into that. Um, I'm always curious about influences. Because, you know, a lot of bands, you, you hear them and, and it's like, oh, this band clearly listens to The Strokes. Or, oh, this band clearly listens to Britney Spears. They have, we haven't had bands like that in a long time, but you get the idea. What are we What are we listening to that inspires the Liquid Penny sound? I would say in general, we all kind of have a wide wide array of stuff that we listen to, and especially you know outside of the whatever genre it is that we play. I think you know the sound that we have and the music that we try and gravitate towards allows just freedom in in. Um, you know, we can go a lot of different directions with it, and we're not as pigeonholed to um, sounding a certain way or people expecting us to do the same thing. Honestly, it seems like people maybe expect us to switch things up more than anything, and that's the expectation. But, um, yeah, I mean, geez, I mean, everything from, um, you know, jazz to, to you know... Um, uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, Casey's a big soundtrack guy. I am. I listen to a lot of soundtracks. <laughs> like like scores, like yeah, movie yeah, scores, like, like Hans Zimmer like, and uh, mm -hmm. Danny Layla, Elfman. And yeah, like Layla Schaffman is one of my favorites. Uh, he wrote uh, the original imp um, uh, Mission Impossible theme. It's really good. Classic. That is classic. Absolutely. It's really you're, you're talking from the show. Yeah, like the very the first, seven, like the, seven, the very first orchestrated yeah. version of Mission Impossible dun, is, dun, is incredible. Dun, dun, yes. dun. So is that what you guys do in between songs when you're at practice? I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're over there playing the drum kit, and everyone's like, yeah. your mission, should you choose do to accept to cut it? the red wire? Or? Yeah. <laughs> just do I'm it. colorblind. What just, do I do? Just cut it, dude. <laughs> just cut it. Cut it. So, um, all right. So, uh, as, okay, so we have soundtracks. How about... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I grew up on, like, punk music, but I'm all over here to, like, psychedelic, electronic, hip-hop. That's a beautiful thing, like Chaz was saying. We're all so varied in our musical tastes, but with Liquid Pennies, we've kind of found a sound, but we can dip into so many genres within that sound. We can, you know, go from real heavy and just left turn into jazz real quick and then crank it back up. And it's kind of fun, like Chaz was saying, to just have, you know, that musical freedom. We don't have to be, like, sounding this way. It all kind of, like, has that broad overall appeal yeah you know it sounds distinctly liquid pennies yeah but whether we're bossa nova or whether it's you know blast beats we can do Tom something with it i think it's like a young sign of like times we grew up in too i mean everything is everything's accessible so you can 
you're not as financially you don't have to really save up that twenty dollars to buy that one record you could listen to it and maybe only listen to it for 30 seconds or it could be your new favorite thing but it's all out there and i feel like a lot of music listeners today are able to check out a lot of stuff that maybe you know 20 years ago it would have been a lot harder to do for better or worse you know maybe it's you're a little little less apt to really deep dive and give it that third or fourth listen but i think that's kind of a, a thing too it's like we have so much access to music and mm. and uh there's good and bad aspects to every genre so you can really find those little nuggets within everything and and uh not think that it's all just this one sound you know right so. well i mean and we're standing on the cusp of a of a ravine in terms of a topic, which is, you know, the difference between the way uh, music is consumed mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. in the year 2024 compared to how it was consumed in, you know, 1993, for sure. example, uh, or any, you know, any time leading up to really 2003. That's kind of the marker that I kind of set because that's when Napster happened. When that's you when had to like hand out flyers for a show. Right. It's the only right. way that people know that it's happening. Physically send a press kit to yeah, a venue exactly. when you tour. Like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's true for the music label industry too because I, I was actually just talking uh, earlier today about uh, a friend of mine who uh, spent a lot of time in the music industry and he was in the um, the promotional side of it the marketing side of it right mm -hmm. and his big thing was uh, radio marketing and that entailed physically driving from town to town or flying from town to town city to city and physically going into radio stations and physically handing them a single saying play this please and then they would or they wouldn't Right. You know, now it's a single email blast. Yep. That's yeah. it. Single email blast. Yep. All of those stations now have that track, yep. MP3 fo it, uh, format. But they may or may not open that email. I That's mean, that, right. that person going and talking, depending on their charisma or the, the situation that, you know, it's a, it's a different thing. That tangible human contact is something that we are, you know, losing a bit. Absolutely. And, and we are, you know, slightly more disconnected with technology, you mm -hmm. know, and it's, it's harder, I think, even to have like a face-to-face -face conversation for people because of that. Um. The double-edged sword of the modern, we'll call it futuristic, because it just is compared to how mm -hmm. it was 40 years ago. The modern um, consumption of music is that one side of that sword is that, well, just about anybody can gain access to a studio. A lot of them can just buy a lot of equipment and right. do a lot of it themselves. Mm -hmm. Cheap laptop and you're good to go. Cheap mm -hmm. laptop interface. and a couple of microphones or even just an interface. Yeah, and you're mm -hmm. and you're kind of good to go. You don't you're not going to get that you know high level, but you don't necessarily need that anymore either. Mm -mm. But the other side of that coin, access equals saturation right. and maybe arguably oversaturation. There's like eighty thousand songs a day going on streaming yeah. services New or band something. Starts close to that. every second. Yeah, every We've second. got one of those from we, yesterday, but uh, yeah, there's a say, whole lot of other ones worth checking out, too, I'm sure. And we're going to dive into that, yeah, for sure, because, uh, you know, that's what I love about doing this show is we, we have a unique opportunity to expose the Tampa Bay listening audience to some music and some bands that they may have never heard before sure. or even a sound that they've never heard before mm -hmm. that exists right in their own backyard. Right, you know? and it can be, it's a found... Uh, it can be if, like a found object. You turn your radio on, you're in your car. Someone might right now just have like gotten in their car, rented a car, and it's on 88.5, and they might be hearing our weird music that we make for the first time, and it might be their new favorite thing. I'll so tell you, anytime I rent a car in, in yeah. Tampa, yeah, it always goes on 88.5 yeah. before I get out. Gotta do it. That's, a, that's one of my little gorilla uh, 
advertising strategies there right there. Take yeah. that. Subversive marketing. Yeah. We're really lucky in the Tampa Bay area right now. There's so many good bands firing, too. You could walk into any random show, and I'm sure there's 10 going on tonight, and you're going to mm-hmm. see some decent music. We are very lucky with a good talent pool of bands around here right now. Here's what I want to see in Tampa, and this is a call to action to literally everyone out there that claims to be a music lover. And I'm putting emphasis on the word claims. Uh oh, here we go. Go to a local show. No way. Not gonna do it. <laughs> go to a local show. You claim to be a local music lover. You've got three different versions of the support local music t-shirt. You haven't been to a local show in three months. Mm-hmm. Go to a local show. You're going to be blown away by somebody. I guarantee it. Or, worst case scenario, you get to literally meet a band and become friends with a band. That's here in the Tampa Bay area. You get to actually be part of the music community, not just a spectator like you are when you go to one of those, mm-hmm. uh, you sure. know, big arena shows. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you go to, you buy your ticket once a year, you go to that show, and you go home, and then you spend the whole rest of the year going, that was a good concert. Meanwhile, we got great bands like Liquid Pennies who just dropped a new single yesterday out yeah. here in the trenches trying to get you to come out to a show. So do it. We're a lot more fun live anyways. That's right. (laughs) I mean, clearly, like, if you're watching the live stream right now, uh, leave a comment to let us know what you think about the uh, the dual drum kit setup, because that's what I want to get into next. Uh, In a word, why? (laughs) Why not? That's a great. That's a great rebuttal. That's pretty good. I mean, honestly, it's really more about having a, a level of dexterity that I'm not even used to, and so I'm being able to explore that avenue was a challenge enough for me to like, okay, this is obviously something worthwhile because it gives me that sense of like nervousness. I'm like, well, how are we going to do this? And so now that we're pulling it off, it's just the train is moving and it's not going to stop. I mean, it's you're the only dual drum kit band in town that I'm aware of. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, there was. Uh, uh, what set and setting? I think at one point, okay, uh, way back when, I think uh, they were doing dual drums for a little mm-hmm. bit. I've seen the Venus pull it off once. The Venus, twice. yeah, ah. yep. They're really good band. They're doing yeah, it. Yeah, he's around. I think he'll he'll hop in with Great them. Great band. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of um, a lot of that going on. So I think it is something that's exciting for people to see because it's not uh, it's not a common thing. And and visually, it's like cool to watch. I mean, even when we're practicing, I just get hypnotized by watching. It's like a synchronized dance, um, watching their limbs move in sync. So it's really, really visually, every time it never gets old. So I think people are, um, that that aspect of it is, is cool for people. And just, um, it, it brings a depth to the songs. And as we're, um, you know, we've been doing this just since this past, uh, what, like May or June, um, we're working into finding more um, things that we can do that are not you're able to, not able to do with one drummer. So sure. polyrhythms and, and stuff like that. Bring in um, some electronic elements as kind of the next step with those I was going to say triggers, so, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, there's a lot of options, so it's cool. Yeah, we got some new tricks coming. What are... As you, as you, as a band, and with your sound, because even though we're, we've been talking about how you know you're, you're comfortable kind of going off the rails, so to speak, you're comfortable doing things you know a little weird. It wouldn't be psych rock, psych rock if you weren't, mm-hmm. uh, and and to even kind of lump you into a genre is almost a, a you know doing a disservice. But um, what are some things that you've tried that you're not willing to do? Basically, musically speaking, mm. you know, are you, are you guys opposed to like having a flautist come in and do? We've a had flute a violin solo. player in this band had a violin at times. Yeah, so yeah. we played on 
two-ish albums with us. Um, I would love... Actually, we're going to have a flautist on this next album. Just a spoiler <laughs> alert. Yes. There's going to be one on one of the songs. My buddy... Yeah, that's going to happen. We've had cello. We've had our friend Z play sax uh, with us on this uh, next song we're going to play, actually, that uh, will come play shows with us. We've had, you know, keyboards. So it's it's a cool thing in that, too. It can be a little bit more of a collective. And we have um, kind of shifted between, you know, right now we are playing kind of like a heavier um, thing, but we've, you know, leaned more towards folk music and, and like indie rock and, and uh, you know, so it, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's a whole lot of uh, stuff I wouldn't be willing to do. I don't know if we'll do reggae. We'll try anything once. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Musically. Sounds loaded. Musically. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Sounds loaded. <laughs> it is. No pun intended. Oh, no, it's there. <laughs> you can't unring that bell. Uh, figuratively speaking. Uh, yeah, so as far as the... How do I how do I put it? How do I put it? Well, getting let me let me touch on one last thing with the drum kits. So one thing I'm watching is a lot of synchronicity, you know, a lot of like playing the same parts. But the thing that people don't realize is that like in a studio setting, for example, almost every band is doubling the drums as they're recorded if they're recorded by a single person because the fullness that that brings to the drum sound and to the sound overall, it's kind of necessary to do that. So when you're doing this, I've seen this done a couple of times years ago. I've really only seen it done right besides today one other time. And the key is good meter. The drummers mm -hmm. just have to have good meter. Yeah. And you guys are doing something that's crazy with two drum kits. You're doing fluctuating tempo. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> you're insane. We've got to be in sync. That's the thing. If we can see each other, it's all really working because we're moving at the same pace. Our bodies have a lot of language to it. So yeah. It's easy to follow. And I see you guys kind of watching each other, but, uh, but I don't see you guys like looking for cues oh, or like, right, yeah. like what, what, what's the next part? Like, you, you know that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When, when a drummer or a bandmate like kind of showed up late to practice the night before and they're trying yeah. to figure out what their, <laughs> what their part was. Oh, yeah, that's the part. Oh, yeah, I forgot it. So do you ever, do you, let me ask you this. Do you ever catch yourselves catching each other oh, in those I, moments? I depend on him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Not right true, on. Not true, but yes, true. Okay, fair enough, yeah. I mean, how about you? Do you ever have that uh, issue? You can pull that down if you oh, want yeah. to, yeah. I mean... Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lies. He's like, no, I'm perfect. <laughs> Do not press me further on it. And honestly, both of these two in their own right are such incredible drummers. Like, yeah. anybody, ourselves included, would be lucky to have one of them. So to be able to get up here and rip with both of them, it's yeah. a privilege for sure. It's a lot of fun. So when the, when the show's coming up, week of, and one of the drummers falls ill... Do you still go ahead as a three-piece, or do you... We have not done that yet. We haven't yet. We haven't crossed that bridge yet? Watch out for raw chicken. Trying not to, but uh, <laughs> yeah, if this guy keeps eating raw chicken, we might just have to. <laughs> oh, you ate some raw chicken? There missed a go. practice. Feathers and all. Feather, it was choice. just on the that side one. of the road. <laughs> just on the side of the road. Was it alive? How did the oh, chicken oh, cross was, the yeah, road? Absolutely, it, it was alive. Pearson was there. To get eaten by Pearson. That's why. That's why did the chicken cross the road. No seasoning whatsoever. No, no, Proper no. white man. That's fine. <laughs> okay, feathers and all. Now his stomach feels like a down feather pillow. Oh, yeah. you, can just, you can just have a little nap. That's good. All right. Um, so before we go, two questions. They're a little long-form answers, I think. First question is, you guys were on the show last year. Yes. I didn't get to host that time. I think I was in Germany. No, DJ Spaceship did a great job taking Shout care of DJ us. Spaceship. He's awesome. 
Love we DJ saw him when we came in today. So. He he looked out. He uh, he filled in for me a couple of weeks ago when I was out sick. Uh, so thanks. Shout out to DJ Spaceship for uh, holding down the fort while I was gone. Thanks a lot, man. But so in that time, between then and now, what have you guys done that you're most proud of? A lot Probably these two right yeah. here. Doom, yeah. Yeah. Doomed Out really is the best. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Both of these singles that we put out have been really, really great. Very um, cool. We opened for Mike Watt in October, which was really cool. We've been on his uh, radio show, what, like three times? But mm-hmm. actually got to like hang out with him and, and, and share a bill with him, which was like, that's definitely, uh, was really an honor. And he stayed over at Dylan's house. <laughs> he was impressed by the two drummers. He told me he tried it in front of like 20,000 people in 1996, and it went terribly, so he never tried it again. I'm saying, man. It can <laughs> and, either uh, be great yeah, he said he was pretty impressed. or a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. There's no in-between, truly. Tried that once in All right, uh, that's, that's onstage uh, uh, accomplishments. Uh, what about backstage accomplishments? You guys all got girlfriends, first of all? Yeah. Mar- married right 10 back. years. 10 years married? married. Yeah, yeah okay. we do, actually. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So we're all... We're, we're not engaging in an extracurricular activity. No, we're not on writing an album. Yeah. <laughs> Attaboy. Yeah. There you go. More fishing. Keep the focus. More fishing. Yes. Like that's that. what I'm doing right now. That's exactly what yeah, I'm doing right now. Okay, yeah. Fishing for trouble. No. Um, that, that's good to know. That's good to know. And so the second question is, what are you excited about 2024? What do you guys have coming up? We have, uh, we're working on a full-length album. Yeah. And that'll be our first uh, vinyl release, which... Um, That'll be really cool. Um, we've done stuff on cassette and CD, and we've had... This will be our fourth full length. But, uh, yeah, so we're really excited to have a full, like, tangible vinyl record because um, huge vinyl fans. So, yeah, that'll be awesome. Uh, we're doing a little run-up to um, Asheville in early May, and so that'll be cool. Um, going... Going back up there, we were we did a little uh, East Cor- East Coast tour last year, so um, try and hit the road again, and um, yeah, so that's what we kind of have coming up over the next like six months. Nice, yeah, that's awesome. Love a band with goals. Love a band with plans. That's that's so important, you know, because you can sit and write music till the cows come home, and maybe if you're the type that can do that just endlessly, then that's awesome. But a lot of people need something to be working towards, working, you know, it's like, okay, we're writing this music. Where is it going to go? What are sure. we going to do with it? You know, yeah. uh, especially, especially if you're not like, you know, in your 20s and all you're, all you're dying to do is just be on a stage. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love it. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, Liquid Pennies, if you're just joining us right now, you're listening to Live Music Showcase. We're listening to Liquid Pennies. Uh, they're about to play another song before they do. I want to open up the phone lines uh, as though they weren't open already, but now you're aware of them. You can call in for our AMA, which is called Ask Musicians Anything. It's a new segment since the last time you guys were on the show. Uh, you call in, ask our board op, Charlie, any questions that you want to ask for the band. Uh, I know we had one question in the... Um, in the comments already asking about where you guys are playing coming up. We're at the Benz tonight, tonight. tonight. in St. Petersburg. Oh, man. With Domino Pink and Charlie. Yeah, it'll be a good bet. Or, uh, there's a state competition going state, on. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Domino Pink Benz. is awesome. Downtown St. Pete tonight. Nice. Love Domino Pink. They're amazing. Love it. Love it. So they're playing tonight at the Benz in St. Pete, which is like a legendary kind of, it's, how do you, what do you call it? It's like, a, it's not it's quite a, a dive. 30 people. It's crams a dive. Space. Yeah. It's, yeah. If you want to see a local band right in front of you, like sweating on you and just a lot of energy in a tiny room, 
it's a place for it. You guys are doing one of my favorite things to see a band do, which is that this is one of the rules of thumb that I tell all the bands. Every band, every young band especially, they all want to play the big stage. You know, they want to play the Floridian or they want to play at the Ritz, you know. And and I tell them, or, or, the, or um, I almost said the pageant, that's in St. Louis, um, Janice. And, and I tell them all the same thing. Um, can you sell 800 tickets right. or 1,000 tickets or 2,000 tickets? And the answer is no, then you don't want to play those rooms. Because if you play that room and you don't sell those tickets, you're probably never going to play that room again. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather have 20 energetic people all on top of me sell, instead of 200 and 1,000 cap venue. Sell out that show, even if it's 30 people. Sell that out for two reasons. One, because that means you played a sold-out show. And that looks great on anything you send to any kind of press material, any kind of press materials you send to an agency, a management company, any kind of booking agency that might help you with a national tour, et cetera, et cetera. The other reason is because anybody that takes any photos at that show, they're going to be epic. They're going to look awesome. (laughs) Shoulder to shoulder, probably some crowd surfing, knowing this kind of sound, I would imagine it's going to be awesome. So Liquid Pennies at the Benz tonight. Call in if you want to ask them any questions that you want to ask them. The number is 813-239-9663. That number again is 813-239-9663. Or you can send an email to the station, dj at wmnf.org dj at wmnf.org with any questions or comments that you want to share with liquid pennies i will read those as soon as they finish this next song and uh they'll take us out of the show after that so take it away this one's called hyperbolics
Lakewood Pennies here on Live Music Showcase. That is our show. Sound mixer today is Joe Remo. Audio assistant today, Pam Robinson and Patty Marsters. Video director, Ed Lehman. Camera operators are Marcy Connors and Lisa Reuter and Charlie Cushing. Our Nope, that's our board op. Sorry, Charles Holsop is over there in the corner. We've got two Charlies on this show. My name's Ken Apperson. I'm your host. Uh, we, are on this sh- we are on this station, WMNF, every Friday at 2 p.m. here on Live Music Showcase, bringing you Tampa Bay and beyond's uh, best top talent ever, genre be damned. Uh, we bring whoever we want in here, that's for sure. Uh, so we just have a few seconds left. If you guys want to take us out with one more song, we'll do the... Um, we, we will do the Ask Musicians Anything on the live stream. We'll keep the show going. If you want to hear this entire song, you have to go to WMNF on Facebook, WMNF's Live Music Showcase. Take it away, you guys. Take us out. This one's called Content. 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 This is WMNF Tampa.